Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Karista, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass, and I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we are all connected, and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Shira. Hey, y'all. I'm Carista, and thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Love Always Self. We're so glad to have you here today. Hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, today we just wanted to talk about a slightly different aspect of self-care. We talk a lot about the importance of, you know, taking time to make space for yourself to reconnect with your energies, to take care of your body, your uh, mind, your spirit, your hobbies, your relationships, that kind of thing. All of that are, you know, they are different modalities and areas that um, require self-care. But uh, this morning I was scrolling on the old telephone and came across an article on psychology today about self-care. And the title of this article says there's no such thing as self-care in relationships. And I thought that was really interesting. And Shira, you said that right off the bat, you felt resistance uh, when I sent that to you this morning to even reading it. I did. I did. I was like, as soon as I saw the title of it in the text message, I was like, what? Nope. (laughs) No. Nope. I disagree. (laughs) I completely disagree. And I was like, and then it took me like, you know how when you read something initially or you just like read the first sentence initially and you're just like negative ghostwriter, they're like, I'm not mm-hmm. not having any not of that. Not going down this rabbit hole. Nope. Not go- yeah. And and then you start reading on and you're like, mm, still feeling resistance from that first sentence, mm-hmm. right? And then you keep going and you're like, okay, I kind of see your point. You're like, oh, do all the things that you've taught, you're teaching others to do and that you've taught yourself to do, which is like zoom the F out and like have a different perspective and mm-hmm. just... Mm-hmm give it a shot, right? Like just try and understand it from a different point of view. And so that's honestly where I tried to take this, uh, information and I'm some of it, I'm like, Oh, okay. I can, I can see where they're coming from on that. That makes sense. Mm -hmm, Let's mm -hmm. dive in. Yeah. So basically, uh, what, you know, an overarching, um, uh, theme in this is that it, it's a give and a take. So when you are in a relationship, when you are needing to take time, some self-care time, you are also needing the other person in that relationship to give the time and space to you. So it's about recognizing both aspects of needing to take time for self-care and how that's taking away from somebody else too, or requiring them to give as well. Mm. Yeah. And that's something to really like 
like I'm just pondering this around in my head. I'm like, okay, so when I'm talking to, you know, my husband and I'm like, hey, I need, I need me time. I need alone time. I'm going to, I'm going to go do that. You do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. Right. Um, there is that interaction. I mean, again, stepping out of the initial response from the set, <laughs> from the um, title no. of the thing, <laughs> no. um, you know, and, and just looking at it from a different perspective and trying to understand it from that perspective, it's just kind of like, am I? Is this like something that he's having to just give, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's, I'm, I'm looking at it also in the sense of like, well, when I'm asking for my me time, I'm also giving you me time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gift, you know? <laughs> but, but I guess it's, it's, it's considering, you know, right. is that how they need to be given too? Right. <laughs> right. So it, it's looking at both people's needs uh, and how we can support each other in meeting those needs and yeah. creating space for that in the relationship. So here comes up that important um, communication aspect. <laughs> and yeah. delivery and delivery, because so many times we find ourselves, you know, where we say things like, well, you know, you, you got to communicate, you got to open up and tell the other person what you're needing, you know, and, and what's important, but it's also being mindful on how you deliver that communication. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I had a little practice of that this morning, uh, with my husband and, you know, I was recognizing that, you know, I, I need a couple hours each week to take time to do whatever I want for me. And the only time that I really see that happening feasibly <laughs> more than like five continuous minutes in a row is on the weekends. So Saturday, Sunday mornings are the only feasible time for me to work that in. And we have dogs, which are our kids and they require attention as well. And so I actually tried to practice, uh, bringing that information forward with my husband this morning and, I had to work on my delivery and I'm not saying it was perfect. I'm not saying there's not room for improvement, but I also have to acknowledge his willingness to receive the information and not take it personally. And we developed a plan to figure out one morning for me where I am able to take that time and he focuses on giving attention to the dogs. And then on the other morning, we'll flip sides so he can sleep in and get his rest, which he enjoys on the weekends. And I will take care of the dogs. So it's about finding that uh, safe communication space and working together to find a compromise that works for both people. Yeah, it is. And you know, there's a, there's a quote. Thank you, baby. <laughs> um, and that's important. It's important for the person you're speaking with that what you're telling them is not, you know, you're not trying to say, I don't want to be around you. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But we've been dealing with some stuff globally that really just has kind of allowed us to be together a lot. <laughs> With specific people, yeah. With specific people, right? Um, you know, especially if you have others in your household and, and stuff. And, like, 
sometimes you, you know, you got to find moments and, and sometimes that moment needs to be longer than five minutes Mm. and, and we shouldn't feel guilty about needing that, you know, because before any of this, before, you know, and before you get into a relationship, before you're, you know, married or you're living with somebody, you had a lot of time to yourself to do whatever it is that you wanted to do. So when that position changes and that situation changes, um, you were the sole creator in that moment. And now you are co-creating. Now you're co-creating. Correct. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. So first off, we are not, you know, discouraging that in any way whatsoever, but finding a fine line or a balance or some way to be able to still take care of yourself, you know, is important. It is important because remember, you know, in, in my belief system, um, and I believe you share the same belief with me Mm -hmm. on this. I, the amount that you put out is impacted by what you're giving to yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And what, what you can put out. Yeah. Like the, the positive energy. So, I mean, like I can put out a lot of like frustrated energy when I've haven't been taking care of myself, but that's not what we want. You know, that's not presenting our best self. And I'm, when I say our best self, I'm not saying like polite or, you know, conscious of other people. I'm saying being able to be in that happy space and enjoying life. We want to be able to enjoy life and we need time to process information, to reground, um, work on elevating our own vibration and even working through our own body aches and pains and just difficulties that we're experiencing. So I, again, it's important to communicate to your partner when there's shifts in your present life and you need some additional support. And there's one quote in this article that I think is pretty poignant. One taking is another's giving and that can ebb and flow, right? As you move through time and space, your needs shift and change. And so it's about being flexible for yourself and your partner. Yeah. And that's a hard thing to hear sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Like when I, when I read that little quote, uh, one taking is another's giving, I was like, Hmm, you know, like it, it made mm-hmm. me ponder on, you know, when I'm saying things like I need alone time, I need to, I need downtime from yeah. the, the ebbs and flows of our day-to-day lives. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I just need to step out of that for a minute because that's just who I am. I need breaks from the mundane, right? And so not saying my relationship is mundane, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> from the patterns of day to day life. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um so I yeah, no, I'm I'm not saying that. So uh it's definitely not, matter of fact. But yeah, I mean it's I need to be able to break away from that because I spent before my relationship, I spent like what, 13 years being single, you know? So like Mm -hmm. it was a really difficult thing for me to transition personally after having that much alone time, uh, which I mean, granted I used a lot of voids filling, but during that time I could still do whatever I wanted when I wanted and how I wanted. Mm -hmm. If I wanted to take an entire Sunday on the couch by myself, I could, and there was no distractions you know, besides mm-hmm. maybe the neighbors stomping on the floor, like that's yeah. it. Right. So like, yeah, I mean, it, 
But now I am being considerate and I'm thinking about, okay, well, if I take this time for myself, did this other, you know, person in the household want to also utilize that to spend time with me? Am I like, you know, am I hurting his feelings by, by saying this? You know, like these are all the thoughts that are going through my head. So when I read this sentence, one taking is another's giving, you know, I think it's a little bit of a trigger for me because I'm like, mm-hmm. am I, am I behaving in a way that's not fair to the other person that's wanting to spend time with me? You know, I, I think too, for some of us, we have a pattern of being overly considerate of yeah. other people and I don't want to say that to be like, don't consider other people, but there is a balance in being considerate of others and considering yourself. Yeah. And I know that as caregivers, we tend to care for others before we care for ourselves. And that's really uh, what creates this intense need for self-care, I think, at least for me. Right. Yeah. And there was and I a- tend to compromise my, you know, taking time for myself. Mm-hmm. If somebody else needs something from me, that's the first thing that, you know, goes off my plate. And that, that, that's unfortunate because right. then I, there is another area of my life that I'm compromising in because I'm not taking care of myself, whether that's in my relationships or in my, you know, work or something else. Right. You think that has a lot to do with like your training, you know, I mean, with what you do for a living, you are taking care of other people's needs quite a bit and it's a personal thing. Yeah. You know, I I do think that that is a big component, but I also feel that many people that go into the healthcare field are already in a pattern of thinking of other people and giving to other people. So I I think we have a greater propensity for codependency. Yeah. You know, again, I don't want to say that for everybody uh, in the healthcare field or or in nursing, but from conversations that I've had with other nurses, we do have a higher um, uh, desire to put other people first or pattern, a deeper ingrained pattern that It's so interesting to think about it like that because, you know, every aspect usually of uh, employment is a customer service to somebody else, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because usually you're performing work for someone and receiving income for that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, even myself, I'm in this corporate environment, but like this is kind of the thing for me where I am constantly working ridiculously long hours to provide this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is it demanded? No, it's not demand. It's not required. I think there's a little bit of an expectation. There is a little bit of an expectation, but I don't, I don't think it's like, it's not an actual requirement, right? So that's Mm -hmm. me just making that, that decision to not set boundaries. Mm -hmm. And so in relationships, kind of taking it back to this article, because I'm reading this other sentence that it's also triggering me. (laughs) It's like, it says, yes, there is no self-care without someone else's support. And I'm like, "Mm." so let's think about that, right? Yeah. So, uh, first thing that popped in my mind was our 
animals. Yeah. You know, they need to be fed. They need to go out to use the bathroom. They need to play. So they need that attention. And if we need time away from needing to give that attention, we need the support of somebody else to take care of little nugget. Uh, so I get it. I do. I like, I, like I see, and I understand the sentence, but there's this, like, I'm a prideful person on like, I can do this all by myself. I don't need your help. You know, like, and a lot well, of us do this. I and, think too, you had, you had Webster when you were, when you were single as well. Right. And so you did manage that. And right. so it's, it's not just like needing help with that. Right. It's also, um, taking care of groceries and, you know, taking care of food, mealtime and, you know, help around the house. And when those are shared uh, responsibilities, some days we need the other person to pick up a little bit more of that slack. Whereas on other days we may do more for the household in general. So it's, again, it's a, it's a, fine dance now what's <laughs> in- that balance <laughs> no kidding and what's interesting is like while you're while you're explaining this I'm getting like this visualization right like even when I was you know single and I was taking care of Webster I still got help from either you or my parents or whatever mm-hmm. if I yeah. needed to work late and I needed to still get him to let you know fed and let out um, I still had support. If you use the grocery store analogy, like you still need to feed yourself even when you're by yourself, right? Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. still people that are creating produce for you to go do that or the cashier that checks you out. That's still somebody supporting you to get what it is that you need to provide yourself that self-care. Yeah. I hadn't right? thought about it outside of the immediate relationships. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're all supporting each other. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a mind-blowing thought process. It felt like a download, to be honest with you. I was like, ah, I didn't look at that. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah. yeah, no, I love that perspective. Just recognizing how much uh, outward support we actually do receive on a regular basis. It's just whether or not we're willing to acknowledge it as that. Like, even if your self-care activity is to go for a drive, there was a company that made that car that's allowing you to drive. There is a gas attendant that is checking you out or providing you to gas to get in your car or a mm-hmm. company that provides that, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's other drivers on the road that are you're going to have to navigate around, which in some form of a way is a support that nobody kills each other on the road as soon as they get out <laughs> there, right? So like, you know, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there's, there's an every aspect of everything that we do there is that there's truth to that. There is no self-care without somebody else supporting that. I think the only thing that I can come up with outside of that is if somebody is really truly off the grid and, you know, has their own little farm and their animals and they're by themselves and they're just able to take care of all the things, but then, you know, they're, they're able to take care of themselves in that they've, they've got all the time and space for self-care. Okay. How weird. I literally just watched a video yesterday of these two guys that had created uh, this like, um, it's like a geometric dome uh, type and they're completely off grid. But initially for them to do that, they had to use a water supply because there was no water supply created in that space. They had to, they had to use a friend to get their water supply initially. 
Mm. So I still got help, you yeah. know, you still have to, you know, purchase equipment to do the lumber, you know, or to create the lumber if you're using the land, like there's still some support somewhere in there yeah. to be able to do that. Right. So back to interrelational self-care yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or relational self-care. Yeah. <laughs> so what are, what are some steps that we can take to, uh, help with creating that, uh, relationship of give and take where we are working to support both people in the household or both people in the relationship or multiple people in the household, whatever your relationship looks like? Um, well, I mean, I guess one of the third, just now doing it myself is reflecting. Mm -hmm. Oh, it says that in the article, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's actually Hold step up. one. <laughs> and we'll link the article for sure. Cause this is, this is just an interesting perspective, but I think the first thing that you have to do is reflect on what are your needs? What are you missing? Like, as far as, uh, what can you improve on? What are that. some ideas? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you enjoy? Um, gosh, I wrote some things down in my own journal this morning about reflecting. And notebook. <laughs> hey, you know, these self-care notebooks are awesome. I got one myself. Just nice. So yeah. So reflecting as far as like, you know, exactly what you said, like you got to know what it is that you need. Here. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> to provide so, yourself that self-care. What are my signs that I am lacking and needing self-care? So first off, knowing for you, how are you signaling to, to yourself that you are needing some more self-care? And then also maybe sharing with your partner, okay, I recognize that I become more irritable throughout the week if I don't have this time on the weekend. Uh, then how do I provide myself with self-care? What gives back to me the most? So then you can talk to your partner about these things. I recognize that if I can take an hour long bath once a week with candles and a glass of wine and some music, and I don't, I'm not disturbed, I feel completely rejuvenated. And I feel like I can be a better partner and be more energized to take care of the household and support you in making sure the environment is clean. We can support each other. Yeah. Um, and then how this self-care helps me and helps them. Um, and how it affects our relationship. So it, it helps you to understand what your needs are, how you are, how you know when those needs are needed yeah. <laughs> and then how it benefits yourself and your relationship and the people around you when those needs are being met. So then you are creating greater understanding between the two people. And it's important to listen to the other side of things too, so that you are aware and understanding how it helps them. So now I understand better that he's going to feel more energized throughout the day and throughout the week when he has that one morning to sleep in and just relax. Right. And, and so then I feel more respectful of that too, rather than brooding upstairs going, rah, 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 rah. And that'll also allow, um, because I do feel like sometimes in relationships, we have a tendency to want to tiptoe, you know, or walk on eggshells, mm -hmm. walk on glass, whatever, you know, you want to call it that, um, which can create, eventually start to create resistance, 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and that's something that you want to avoid and it can be, it can be avoided with communicating mm-hmm. an open, honest conversation. Again, watch your delivery, but like <laughs> an open, honest conversation yeah. with how it is you feel you need to be able to take care of yourself and provide for the other person in your relationship and allowing the other person to also be able to state those give same feedback. things yeah. and give feedback. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, in, in my conversation with John this past weekend, you know, I, he helped me to understand, you know, his needs for one morning. And then I also was able to tell him, well, these were the things that I was trying to do to meet those needs. Right. So it's acknowledging that I'm trying to support you in that, but then it gives him an opportunity to give me feedback and say, Hey, I appreciate that. Could you maybe do it this way? I feel like I will get better rest that one morning with this change. And then I say, okay. Yeah. Well, more or less. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) hilarious. So, um, (laughs) And and I think I want to make sure that I say this because I feel like oftentimes we don't find what it is is best for our self-care until we've reached a breaking point to find Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. self-care, which at that point you've already probably, you know, popped off a little bit or like, you know, you've reached a, you've reached a moment that it's causing your delivery sucked. (laughs) Delivery is probably going to suck at that point. Right. So, you know, it's, I think it's a good practice to just start becoming more familiar with yourself Mm -hmm. and what it is that you enjoy that is that priority of taking care of oneself, right? Before Mm -hmm. you get to a place of irritation. Make a break. Um, Yeah. Right. So that's also something to think about. Um, Maybe start, you know, writing down a couple of things that you know uh, is really good for you and that Mm -hmm. you feel aligned to. Um, you know, whether that's exercising and that's something you need to do, you know, once a week or more than once a week, um, you know, whether that's the type of food that you're eating and making sure that that's something that you can create an environment in your home with, uh, do you need to, you know, work on, I don't know, is there a project that you really want to do? And that little task of doing that project is something is a form of, uh, self-care for yourself. You know, I know some, some people, even my husband, he actually says it sometimes when he's cleaning, like that is a form of self-care for him. You know, mm-hmm. like I feel a lot of resistance to that because, you know, I'd rather yeah. not do that. But like, you know, that's his thing, you know, like, you know, and I, and I respect that. And so, um, matter of fact, it's quietly helpful. Um, so, like, how about it, sir? Um, so like, but knowing what that is, is, mm-hmm. is important because now you're ahead of the game and you're ahead of before even getting to a state of frustration and irritation, um, or, or popping off or whatever, you know? So I mean, in its simplest form, this is just teamwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stick fork in it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of our show today, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, when when we are bringing this up to them, I do think it's important to be prepared for a little bit of resistance. 
right? Yeah. Change is hard. It's easy to take things personally. And that's again, where the delivery portion comes in about how we're presenting the information. So rather than pointing fingers and being like, you're doing this and you're doing that saying, I feel like I would be you know, more energized. If I could have this space, it would be helpful to me to create the space. If you could do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So. And giving your partner that exact same space and respect, Mm -hmm. because if you're asking for it, they probably also need it too. It's not give and take. Right. Right. And the way they want to go about it could be completely different than yours. Mm -hmm. This doesn't have to be a win-lose situation. This can absolutely be a win-win situation. And I I do acknowledge that there have been plenty of times where I'm in the mindset of a win-lose situation where I have to choose between taking care of myself versus taking care of somebody else. And that doesn't have to be it. If we are working together, there are days when I take care of the house and his needs and then other way around, my needs are taken care of. And he gives me space for me and it it can work. It's just, how do you need to create that working environment for yourself? Because remember you are the creator unless you want to be the victim, which by all means, if you choose victim, enjoy, enjoy (laughs) (laughs) with that comes great responsibility. Um, So, uh, you know, that's interesting. And I kind of feel called to read this. I know I sent it to you, but for our audience listening, I, uh, was sitting in a meditative state, um, yesterday and there was this conversation of it going in my head about, uh, being present. And I feel like this somehow ties into this and, um, and what, what they gave me back, which I had to do a Mount glass. Master's teachers, guides, loved ones, angels, self, and source, in case you're wondering. Um, <laughs> that's why we called him Mount Glass. Um, so uh, what they gave me was um, profound. And mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to do a talk to text to get this out, right? So, so what it is, is in the pursuit of happiness, one finds themselves looking backwards as to how they get to the future versus at the very now moment just start to create, create one moment. And then the next moment, focus your intentions on what it is you wish to create. That is all that is ever is the now only the human mind wishes to look back. We call that memories, which is what your body creates and stores. Your consciousness is only ever creating and now drawing in lessons and teachings of every now moment. Beautiful. <laughs> blew my mind. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to have to sit with that one for a minute. And I remember like even them, them kind of saying, okay, we give you rest now. Take that in. <laughs> I was like, uh, what? <laughs> it's going to be, that's a deep one. That is a deep one. Need some space for processing. Dive in. Dive in. All right. Wee. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this, you should watch the video. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Awesome, you guys. So we are the creators of our reality. And when we need uh, changes in our reality, you can create that. And sometimes we need to have communication with our partners, our co-creators, so that we are creating a space that works for everybody. And 
builds the love and uh, is is founded on love and all the love, 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 love. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of, when this comes out, it'll be right after a day of celebration of love, which is what I'm going to call that holiday. And so I hope you all take a moment to just sit and reflect and remember you are love, you create love, and you come from love. Oh, love it. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> and so we hope you had a great uh, celebration of love and continue to carry that through you and every day uh, to infinity and beyond. And we hope you choose to love first, love last, and love always. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> listener thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment we hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to our next connection don't forget to like subscribe and follow to stay notified of new content from love always self if you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below i'm karista and i'm shira and until next time remember to love first love last and love always Love Always Self Podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.